0: You're listening to Lovecast with Carrie Nelson, where women shamelessly talk about sex, intimacy, and relationships. Conservative, toxic purity culture consumed my childhood and young adult life. Sex was a dirty word. So I ultimately became the perfect victim for predators, which resulted in repeated sexual trauma. Lovecast is designed to empower women to embrace their sexuality through education and ultimately creating stronger relationships. Empowered women are simply unstoppable. Hey. This is Carrie Nelson, your host. In today's episode, we will be talking to Felicia Hogan. Welcome to the show, Felicia. Thanks, Carrie. (laughs) Thanks
1: for having me on this show podcast.
0: (laughs) Yeah, of course. I am super happy to have you here, Felicia. Honestly, when I was thinking about who to have on my first episode, you were the first person I thought of. This is going to be super fun, Felicia. Are you ready? I'm just...
1: I have no idea what you're going to ask me. I'm a little nervous.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's totally understandable. And let's be honest with me, you have plenty of reason to be concerned, but I just want you to bear all, you know, this is love cast where women can be vulnerable and shamelessly authentic to themselves and to their sexuality and just exploring those stories so that we can learn from one another. So first off, for those of you who, well, obviously most of you won't know who Felicia is and our relationship, but Felicia happens to be my best friend and we've known each other for a pretty long time, right, Felicia? Oh gosh, well... Since we were really young, but we were
1: not friends until high school. So it's been at least 10 plus <laughs> years.
0: And a glorious 10 plus years of friendship. On our hands. It's been wonderful. And honestly, the thing that I love the most about our friendship, Felicia, is just how different we are from one another. You know, we're polar opposites. And the thing that stands out the most as being a big difference between us is how we go about sex, relationships, intimacy, right? I'm fast and very brazen, whereas you're very slow and quiet, but we come from a similar cultural background, right? So I just want you to share your story that's that's basically what I'm expecting today okay so just tell us how you came about finding out about sex and intimacy and relationships and to where you are now you know you're married you have an amazing husband and you guys have built a beautiful life together but I know it hasn't been an easy route for you so just share that story Now, just a little bit of background on you and your family. You were born and raised in Utah County, right? Yes. My family was kind of very close to home. We didn't really
1: do a lot of other cultural stuff, right? My parents have always kind of been like sheltered. My dad definitely more is more knowledgeable than my mom. My mom kind of... (laughs) I love her. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, she she definitely has sort of a more innocent mind.
0: Now, just quickly tell me what your earliest memories and perceptions of sex were like. <laughs> well, you know, you first
1: kind of get the idea when you see any kind of shows that have the guys and just you know, a couple under the bed sheets, and you're like, "What's going on?" That's not something that you know, as our culture, we want to refrain from, you know, having to be in that situation of having sex or whatever until it's
0: time. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I swear you were this magnet for creepy guys. Now, my definition of creepy guys from my past are very different than yours, but yours were those like, I'm gonna be a 40-year-old virgin living in my grandparents' basement type. They were very special. Why? Did you have so many come into your, like, vicinity? <laughs> yeah, I think they just saw some kind of vibe that
1: I was just trying to be friendly, and I always took it. At, what was that little saying that they say in Hercules? Like, say, get lost, and they're like, take me, I'm yours. <laughs>
0: The fantastic news is that all the creepers failed. You found your wonderful husband, Riley, who also happens to be best friends with my husband. So funny story, we're both married to each other's best friends. And I mean, your love story is pretty unique, at least in my opinion, because I move really fast and you guys did not at all. So just kind of like, tell us about that. How long were you guys dating before you even kissed? Oh my gosh
1: <laughs> it's crazy to think because this is definitely not typical right like we say it's very opposite from you um i
0: think we're uh four like three or four months three to four months before you guys even kiss that's freaking crazy to me if it took three to four months for you guys to kiss it must be a pretty epic story can you elaborate how your first kiss went okay so um it was actually
1: one night after we had done a double date with you guys since you had been married you were living in your like second home and we had just watched a movie with you guys and we were definitely feeling the fills. like during that date we just only knew that there was definitely like a, a physical attraction physical connection and we're like okay we're gonna um we went home, but he started to make the move, the doorstep scene, right? And yeah. I was scared to death of kissing. So he actually went for me, and he like started to kiss, and I totally gave him the cheek. Totally. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready for this yet. Like, I saw that was sort of happening, but... I I was kind of pushing feelings. I'm like, I'm not sure if it's just the high that we're on, like this, you know, flirtation, love high, or if I really want this to really happen. Cause I like wanted to keep a level mind on everything I did so I didn't do anything I regretted, you know. So probably overthinking like typical woman. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I did not know that. So obviously the first kiss totally failed. Like, what happened next? When did you guys actually kiss then? After a couple of attempts, a couple of doorstep scenes, he knew that I
1: was, he, after that first time, he's like, okay, it's too soon. He, she gave me the cheek, that's obviously a sign. But um, I did tell him, like, I'm wanting, uh, I felt bad about totally, in a sense, rejecting him. But I'm like, I'm sorry, this is, I've never done, I opened up to him that I'd never kissed anyone. And that I just want to make sure that this is what I wanted. And we wanted to take our relationship slow. And he was totally down with that. And so it was probably uh, another couple times later, after I kind of warmed up to the idea that we actually had a legitimate kiss.
0: Okay, so I gotta ask, if it took almost four months before you guys kissed, how long did you guys date for before you got engaged? Um, it was
1: two years. Just about a little under two years, technically. But yep. Two years is pretty long for Utah time on dating, right? Yes. Yes. And not only that, but we weren't living together at all any of those times we were dating. So that's also very not typical, even outside Utah standards.
0: (laughs) So it sounds like then that you guys went two years of keeping things pretty PG rated. So you must have been really ready the night of your wedding, right? To get freaky on your honeymoon? Um, well... It was very unfortunate
1: because the day of the wedding, I started my period. <laughs> so I was very not in the mood for any of that, you know, kind of stuff. So I told him like maybe like a day or something too before the wedding. And I just said, I'm just letting you know, it's going to be my period and I'm not going to be feeling it. So don't have high hopes. <laughs> For the honeymoon, we're going to enjoy the time together. We're going to, after all this planning, we were just so exhausted that we're like, we just want no one to talk to us. We just want to enjoy each other's company without any planning, any whatever. So our honeymoon was great. Um, obviously, there was a couple fun moments. <laughs> there were a few of them, but... We didn't do any, any, any actual sex just because it was very, um, awkward, especially with the whole period scenario. Like I didn't want to gross him out. I didn't know even how he felt about that. So I was like, I don't even want to do that. I'm in pain. So it's, yeah, no.
0: (laughs) That is hilarious and really cruel of mother nature to do that for a honeymoon. But even though it was unfortunate it happened, I mean, when you guys got back, things probably felt pretty normal, right? How long before you guys were able to have sex comfortably?
1: Well, it was a long time actually after that because we had to get to the whole feeling past the guilt kind of thing and just being like, this is okay. This is what it's meant to be especially in our culture and um I had never been I'd never gotten undressed in front of literally like really anyone um I never did like sports where you just it's just what you see in the locker room so I was very uh, very self-conscious about that and I didn't want <sighs> I know the guy's mind is typically, you know, that's what they think about. But I also didn't want that to be lustful. I wanted it to be real, right? So um, there was, we didn't really actually do it for a long time, like legitimate. I mean, we would do a lot of the normal stuff upcoming to sex, but we never did anything um, like penetration wise or whatever. It's that's, that's kind of awkward to say, but yeah, just cause we were warming up to the idea. We wanted to make sure we were both were comfortable and we did a lot of talking prior to actually like, I mean, When I say talking, I mean like months of getting comfortable with this new scene of sleeping together and living with each other. And so, um, we more or less wanted to like get the the book know on how we all both felt, so we're in that moment we kind of know how things will run,
0: you know. Okay, wait, could you just elaborate a little bit for me? What do you mean by moving past the guilt? Like,
1: what does that mean? Growing up, you always want to have clear thoughts on, um, not getting too crazy or frisky with another with, an, with with someone else. And you just have that mental thought where it's like, this is a good thing, not to be shameful, but in the right time and right place. And so obviously not getting married until quite a bit later and not having any kind of this experience until, you know, I was whatever, 28, then I had to change that mental thing of this is, this is the way God had intended.
0: I was right by your side through most of this journey, and even though it seemed really crazy to me, it it worked out for you and Riley, and you guys really have created a beautiful marriage. You're celebrating your third anniversary this weekend. Congratulations. And since you got to this point, what do you think about it all? How's intimacy and sex now in your marriage? i okay. great. <laughs>